This is Kramer Financial Talk with Jim Kramer of Kramer Investment Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Jim Kramer provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. So listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Kramer Financial Talk with Jim Kramer. Welcome back to another episode of Kramer Financial Talk. My name is Jim Kramer. If you'd like to hear more information about our show today, for listeners in Wisconsin, our Lake Geneva phone number is 262-729-4128. For listeners in Illinois, our McHenry office number is 815-331-8096. Feel free to reach out to us on our website, which is www.kramerinvestmentservices.com. Kramer spelled K-R-A-M-E-R. And while on our website, you can view the last couple of our podcast shows by clicking on both the media library and radio tabs. If you're a podcaster, Google, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, you can view all of our past shows. Feel free to reach out to us if you have any questions, if you'd like to schedule a personal one-on-one meeting, either in person or with Zoom. We're here to help. So our topic today is going to be on the stock bond markets and it's real, their relationship to interest rates. But before we get into this topic today, I want to introduce you to my fabulous co-host uh, who's just <laughs> eating his lunch, uh, Tony Shore. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. No, I'm not eating my lunch right now, but uh, I'm excited about it coming up. But I'm more excited about this show. I mean, wow. Uh, what a better topic, stocks, bonds, and interest rates. How, I mean, we all know what's happening with interest rates and we all wonder what's happening with our stocks and bonds. So I'm really looking forward to your take on this and, uh, what uh, strategies you have or information you have for our listeners out there to help them deal with this. But I've been great. You know, I had my birthday last week. My family surprised me. They were all in town. So my wife, my five kids, or my three kids and their significant others all together. Happy birthday, Tony. Yeah. It's great to hear that he came up from Milwaukee to see yeah. us. So that's great. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, he's right there near you, near uh, in Waukesha, he and his wife. So mm-hmm. they came up. They, uh, they all came back to the homestead. That was fun. How about you, Jim? What have you been up to? I was just, honestly, it's... We, we, it's just a lot going on right now as we're leading into the tax season. So this will be the time oh, yeah. of year where I'm going to be putting in a few extra hours. Uh, um, yep. We get I know, to the I summer months. That's when it's going to be a little more R and R. But um, yeah, this time of year it gets a little bit busy, my friend. Yeah, I know this is a busy time of year for you, and with tax season, everybody's thinking about finances right now and how to minimize that tax burden. And that's another reason to work with a financial professional, a financial advisor such as yourself. But Jim, let's jump into our topic. We're talking about stocks, bonds, and how they relate to the interest rates. That's right. So over the past year, with inflation being as high as it is, like right now, year over year, the government says it's around 6.4%. And it's being a little bit stubborn. It's not coming down as much as people would like. So People are more concerned 
that interest rates are going to get higher before it starts to get better here. Um, if we start seeing inflation come down more so than you know what we've been seeing, that might have a positive effect uh, to interest rates. But interest rates have really a negative effect on both stocks and bonds. Yeah, more, more directly on the bond market, but indirectly with stocks. And so, yeah, we're going to talk about uh, how this works. And so with with these higher interest rates, that's going to bring upon pressure to both the stock and bond markets. And a lot of investors, yeah. Tony, as you know, are either confused or stressed or both. Yeah, that we, yeah. You know, especially we after put our last dollars year. Today? Yeah. yeah, I mean, last year was a tough one. And this year it's been we've had some upswings and some downswings, but the Fed says they're going to keep raising the interest rate, right? That's right. So as we look at it year over year, now today is March the 6th. So if we're looking at the S&P 500, which is our major, major benchmark that we look at in the stock market in this country, uh, it was down 5.7%. But in 2022, it was down way worse than that. Uh, we look at the, the bond market uh, year over year. This is by the, if we're looking at the aggregate bond market done by Bloomberg, done down 10% year over year. And we can look at the NASDAQ stock exchange. Tony, the NASDAQ stock exchange was down 32% last year. and That's, all, that's terrible. It, that is a terrible year for it. And um, we're looking at this year so far, we're seeing gains made. You know, this year, S&P 500 up 5%. Bond market is still flat. And yeah. we're seeing a much better performance from the NASDAQ stock exchange. But still, that is because we had a very positive January. Uh, when we look at what happened in January, people were very optimistic that the interest rate environment was going to calm down because interest because inflation was going to calm down. And we didn't see we're not seeing that right now. No, we're and, not. In fact, certain things have gone up again. In the past month, uh, you know, toward the end of January, they realized some things were, you know, inflation had gone down just a tick, not enough. And now some things have skyrocketed. I think uh, airline price, I read that airline prices have already gone up this year. Yeah, it is. It's expensive. I just uh, bought tickets yesterday and oh boy, I was hoping that they would be down further from last year and that didn't. So me waiting didn't really help out too much here. <laughs> no. so we're seeing high inflation and you know, inflation can be very, very stubborn. Uh, we're seeing a still a fairly hot economy. And the Federal Reserve, which is in charge of helping to manage the interest rate environment, um, I believe they're going to be more apt to give out higher than, uh, higher than average uh, increases to the interest rate market, such as a half a percent. Yeah. And people are banking on a quarter percent uh, rise and just about two weeks ago, we had the Federal Reserve Chairman of Atlanta. So the Atlanta Federal Reserve Chairman said that, you know, he's going to be voting to, for a half or for a quarter percent rise to the interest rate environment. Well, investors just love that. So this past week, we saw stocks rise. So after a terrible February, all of a sudden, we're starting to see the stock market rise based purely upon what that one Federal Reserve Chairman said. Now, he is one of yeah, that's nuts, right? <laughs> no, he's, he's one, one of, of about he's one yeah. of many uh, Federal Reserve chairman or people that are able to vote. Uh, but one person at a quarter percent 
when we're seeing a stubborn inflation, I'm going to say that they're going to vote for a half a percent. So when, Yeah, because so, they've been trying to bring this thing in for a soft landing and said, okay, we're going to start doing quarter percents. And then the market went up and people started to feel better about that. But And we're seeing numbers in January. Hey, inflation is still going up in some areas. So uh, you're right. They might. Uh, I, I see your take on that. They might raise it a little bit more. Because they got, they have to slow down the economy because of the inflation. But you know, some people say you slow it down too much, you push us into a major recession, and so they're trying to, you know, it's tricky, but navigate the soft landing. Well, and that's ideal. But the Federal Reserve, we've got a blueprint to what happened over forty years ago. In fact, forty-one years ago, the Federal Reserve um, raised their federal prime rate. That's the interest rate that they can change to to impact the entire economy went to as high as 20% in that year because inflation back then was way worse than it is now. You know, going through the 70s, a long period of time of high inflation. Yeah, in the 80s, uh, you know, back in the 80s, we had really high inflation. We did, but then in the early 80s, though, right around 82, getting it up to that point of a 20% uh, federal funds rates, that way bank interest rates went crazy where you could buy CDs at an insane interest rate. Like, why would you invest in the stock market if you can get a 16% CD rate, um, you know, guaranteed for a year? That was very attractive to a lot of investors. We saw the stock market crash, but we also saw the economy crash. And we had at that same year, an unemployment rate of 10%. Um, But right now, just the opposite is happening. As we've gone through a super high, it's still not as high as the 70s uh, inflation rate, we've got unemployment going down, according to the government. Now it's reading at 3.4%. We're still below the number of employed people pre-pandemic because there's still a lot of people out of the workforce, especially older people who decided to retire off early. Uh, But we also have some workers that left because of the vaccine, but we don't need to get into all that stuff. But we still have a lot of people that are not yet looking for employment out there. And if all of them did, we'd have a much higher uh, unemployment rate. We'd be somewhere in about somewhere in the neighborhood of four and a half to five percent of a true uh, unemployment rate. Yeah, I mean, that's the one. There's been a few positive economic signs, obviously that our economy is strong and the low unemployment rate has been one of them. You know, so while these stocks year over year have declined, corporate profits from these companies are up. So what we're seeing right now, Tony, is really a dichotomy. In one sense, we have incredible buys. If I look at the health of these companies relative to their prices per share of their stocks, uh, these are great buys. These are great times. This is a good time I know it's never perfect, but when you look at the financials of these companies, good time to buy stocks. However, yeah, you got to buy low, right? Right. But there's also this looming haze over the economy because mm. if the Federal Reserve has to keep raising interest rates, but if people stop, start really slowing their government, their spending, yeah. and buying things, obviously they're going to need their essentials, food and, you know, basic living, housing expenses. But beyond that, a lot of leisure expenses will go by the wayside, and we should see a contracting economy, including corporate profits. So in one sense, I look at this and say, what is great buying time uh, to get into the stock market? It also could be a false read 
and that if corporate profits fall flat, you know, we could go into another downturn. So a lot of investors, very confused, very nervous right now, Tony. Yeah, it is. It is a, a weird time, isn't it? And so one thing that's been weird these last couple of years is the fact that usually when stocks are down, like they were in 2022, bonds are up, but that wasn't the case. So right. normally that's your safety is bonds, uh, but they, they lost a lot and bonds weren't there for people and interest rates were, uh, you know, still pretty low. So CDs weren't great. Bonds weren't great. Stocks weren't great. So that's what got people worried. And it's going to take us a while to get out of that, but you're right. It's a tricky balance. Uh, so a lot of investors are concerned, aren't they? So the, and this is a perfect segue. Let's talk about the bond market. Because from the early 1980s to around 2011, 2012, uh, the bond market was a great place, especially for older investments, older, sorry, older investors who wanted to secure a portion of their retirement nest egg in case there's a falling market. And a lot of people are, were attracted to the coupons that they were able to receive, the interest rates off those investments that they could use for income. Uh, many different types of bonds out there from municipal to government treasuries to the corporate bonds. And for 30 years, we saw the heyday of the bond market. The bond market's best period of time to invest is in a decreasing interest rate environment. So we saw from the high point when the federal funds rate in the early 1980s got to 20%, over that 30-year span of time, we saw interest rates slowly come down all the way down next to nothing. In fact, at one point, it was a 0% federal funds rate. Yeah, can you believe that? That was amazing. Now, you know, over the past decade, you would have been better off just keeping your money in a zero interest, interest uh, checking account compared to the bond market. When we're in, a, yeah. When yeah, we're in an incredibly low interest rate environment, investors know higher interest rates are one day going to come. And so when you see that type of low interest rate environment, it's not a good time to invest in the bond market. Um, also, even worse time to invest when the Federal Reserve is raising interest rates to combat inflation. Bonds can be safe, but it has to be in the right environment. We need decreasing interest rates in order for that to be a good payoff for us. Otherwise, you know, even though they promise in these bonds a fixed interest rate, otherwise known as a coupon rate, the market value of these investments drop, as we're seeing um, as we're seeing a very low interest rate period of time to a rising, especially a rising interest rate period of time, those bonds are worth less and less. So when we start looking at safety money, when we're in a rising interest rate environment, bonds aren't it. In fact, they become less than safe. And I, I would urge investors out there that if you're working with an investment advisor who does the traditional stock and bond portfolio, regardless of what's happening happening these days, you are missing out because there are plenty of what I call alternate investments out there that can be safe, that can offer you protection of your principal. They can do certain other things. Um, some of them can be temporary hedges to more long-term strategies that you can be employed. Um, but you know, we need to rethink, this is a new generation right now. And we bottomed out on interest rates. Now we're in the rising interest rate environment. Doesn't mean stay away from bonds forever, but we have to wait until inflation starts really calming down. We start seeing the Federal Reserve actually decrease interest rates. That's the time to do that. Get in the bond market at that point. 
Yeah, there you go. And and that's important. And I think really the solution, people are like, okay, what what is the solution? Well, you're talking about strategies here to help. Uh, but the bottom line, I think, is work with a financial professional like yourself, a financial advisor who's going to look at the big picture and your own personal situation to see, to get a plan moving forward uh, to deal with these things, right? Yes, right. And then one last thing I want to mention here, Tony, is it is a possibility we go into a more deeper recession. Now, we might have a mild one. We had one very mild last year where we actually saw unemployment uh, go down. Unemployment go down went down, but there was the... Uh, it was the contraction in the economy for over two consecutive quarters. That was a recession, but nobody really saw it. Um, this year, it's possible with the Federal Reserve raising these interest rates that we could fall into a recession. And, and based on that, um, I would really caution investors about investing in companies that are in the B-rated category. People that uh, Companies that are not rated highly. They're not financially strong. They might be offering you something such as a high dividend or a high coupon or interest rate off their bonds. But those are the companies that tend to go under in a recession. Yeah. The, their, their, their availability to get loans stops. The banks get more cautious. They can't get access to capital like a very strong company has that's A-rated. And that's where the problem comes in. These companies tend to go under because they can't get access to the money system or access to the money supply, which is only done through the banking uh, sectors there. So I really would urge people, you know, stay with the safer companies, even in lieu of lower potential returns to your money. Uh, that is a better way to go, particularly those that are in retirement. Yeah. Yep. And that is huge, uh, obviously. So uh, it really, it's so important to have an understanding of what's going on, but you know, it's not uh, a lot of people are afraid, but you don't want to let your emotions rule your financial decisions. Again, you have to have a plan in place and stick to it. Make, you know, some minor adjustments here and there as situations change. Isn't that how it best That's works? That's true. You're right. And now, so that does remind me one last thing I want to mention here is that for, for investors that have 401ks, they have IRAs that have been invested in the markets and they've already, already lost uh, a decent amount of money over the past year or so. Last thing you want to do is take that money and put it into a fixed rate option. You know, there's the U.S. government treasury rates right now. You can even get a six-month rate with, with a decent interest rate up near 4%, I believe. Uh, One-year, two-year option. But, you know, we never know from day to day what the, the economy is going to do. And we also don't know from day to day what inflation is going to do. So if one day the Federal Reserve, well, not the Federal Reserve, if the government says that inflation has dropped tremendously, you're going to see the stock market and the bond market go up quite heavily all in that same day. And if you're locked up in a fixed interest rate environment, you know, you're getting 4% on your money, you might feel good about it, but you just missed that opportunity to more than recoup how much you've lost up through 2022. So I always caution people in that situation. But if you have a lot of money sitting in cash and you're, let's say it's over at Chase. Chase is not one of those companies that pays much in interest rates on your money. You would be better off looking for, say, an online bank or some of the local credit unions that are paying upwards of 4% on savings, money market accounts, 
and CDs are, are getting very, very attractive. Annuity companies always offer higher interest rates than what the banks do. But be careful. If you got a lot of money sitting there uh, at the bank in cash, that could make some sense there. But don't look at the money that's already been down in your stock and bond portfolios and think, let's go into the, the fixed rate environment because if things change on a dime, you're, you just missed out. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. And I think the bottom line here for this whole discussion is get a plan in place. Why don't you let our listeners know, Jim, how they can do that? Okay, so if you're in Wisconsin, our Lake Geneva office number is 262-729-4128. If you're in Illinois, our McHenry office number is 815-331-8096. Feel free, schedule a personal one-on-one if you can get to our offices, or we can do a Zoom meeting, especially if you're out of the area. I do a lot of Zoom meetings with people, and I can give you the assistance you need. If you just have a few questions, you know, feel free to call our, our offices. We're always here to help. All right, sounds good. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Kramer Financial Talk with our host, Jim Kramer. Thank you for listening to Kramer Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jim Kramer at Kramer Investment Services. Call 262-729-4128 or visit them online at KramerFinancialTalk.com. Fee-based planning and investment advisory services are offered by Kramer Investment Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Wisconsin and Illinois. Insurance products and services are offered through Kramer Investment and Insurance Services, Inc. Kramer Investment Services, LLC, and Kramer Investment and Insurance Services, Inc. are affiliated companies. Jim Kramer and Kramer Investment Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representative representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.